Good afternoon, members and friends of Elmira Baptist Church. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to Elmira and You, the official podcast of Elmira Baptist Church. I'm Pastor Scott. Welcome. Today is Thursday, March 17th, 2022, St. Patrick's Day. This coming Sunday, we're going to continue our look at the book of Mark, the Gospel of Mark. And specifically, watching Jesus on trial. Read Mark chapter 14 to prepare your heart for that message. And then in the evening, I want to continue on my mini-series regarding Christian discipleship and remind us that Christian discipleship involves personal discipline. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 9 to prepare your heart for that message and ask the Holy Spirit, both while you're reading the text And while you're sitting under the preaching of God's Word, to make real to you the message that He has for you. As we do, we'll live stream Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and you can also join us in person. I'm still looking for a few more volunteers to help with a puppet program for Vacation Bible School. And I would like to begin with people who already have some experience with puppets. That's why I keep making this announcement. Maybe it'll come to the point I'll just look at someone and say, you, I need your help. But I'm still looking for a few folks, so let me know if that's something that you have experience with and that you'd be willing to help with during our vacation Bible school week. Let's talk about some upcoming dates. Tomorrow is our Star Watch party. Dress warm, bring some snacks. Keep an eye on the weather. If it's completely overcast, we cannot meet. I mean, we can meet, excuse me. We can't see the stars. So if it's completely overcast, yes, we're we're probably not meeting. If you have any question, look at your Church One app. You say Church One? Yes, there's a Church One app. I'll see if I can update the church's YouTube page to show you how to install that Church One app on your smartphone because you can get messages through there, and I will alert you, alert you if for some reason the Star Watch party tomorrow is canceled because of weather. But we understand it's going to be clear tomorrow night. I'm praying for it to be clear tomorrow night. Come on out. Join us. 8 o'clock in the evening. Dress warm. Bring some snacks. And plan to stay a while. Saturday, March 19th, we want to meet for United Prayer. We'll meet here in the church's sanctuary at noon and spend about an hour or an hour and a half praying, asking God to bless the Ken Lynch meetings. We're calling it Peace and Hope for Life, and also asking God to bless our efforts on Resurrection Sunday. You please come and join us if you can. If you can't join us at noon on Saturday, I'm asking you to set aside time on Saturday, morning, afternoon, evening, when when you have free time to pray. For those two events. Get on your knees, step away from the busyness of your day, and pour out your heart to God. Ask Him to bless our efforts those two weeks. This coming Sunday, March 20th, is Registration Sunday for Wolf Mountain Camp, and the church receives a significant discount on camp registrations that come in this Sunday. Two things you need to know. First of all, or three things. First of all, it's for children who are currently in third grade, preparing to enter fourth grade next school year, all the way up through high school. Second thing you need to know, the dates are July 18th through the 23rd. 
That's a Monday. We leave here late morning. They get up there in time for dinner. And then through Saturday, we pick them up in the morning, bring them on back. Third thing you need to know, there's a non-refundable deposit of $50. We're asking the families to provide that $50 per children. And the goal is for the church to supply the rest of the cost of camp for uh, members, friends of Elmira Baptist Church and their children. Friday, March 25th is the teen event. And the goal is to get out to uh, Scandia to do some mini golf on that Friday evening. I have some more details about where and when to meet. And then Saturday, March 26th is the ladies' prayer breakfast. Begins at 9 o'clock in the morning. Please sign up on the sign-up sheet. Another opportunity for ladies occurs on Friday, April 1st. The Bible study resumes. The 10.30 in the morning Bible study led by Connie Harder. Please plan to be here. If you're interested, please plan to be here with a book. See me or Cindy or Connie about getting that book. And then Sunday, April 10th through Friday, April 15th, some people refer to that week as Holy Week. It's the week leading up to Easter. We've scheduled meetings with evangelist Ken Lynch. He's a great musician, and he's a great preacher. And we're calling this peace and hope for life. Do you know people who need peace? Certainly, you've got to know somebody, a family member, a friend, a neighbor, a coworker, who needs hope. That's what these meetings are about. And I've asked each of you to consider three people that you can invite out. I'm not asking you to invite people who attend other churches. You're welcome to do that. But the three people I'm asking you to invite, folks you know that need peace and hope, and they don't attend another church, invite them out. Invite them out for the meetings Sunday morning, 11 o'clock on April 10th, Sunday evening, 5 o'clock on April 10th, and then also... Monday through Friday at 7 o'clock each evening. Invite folks out, three people. Then, those same three people, or if you'd like a different three people, invite them out for Resurrection Sunday. Most people call it Easter. That's fine. Resurrection Sunday, the day we commemorate and rejoice in the resurrection of our Savior, Jesus Christ. The invitation has both the peace and hope for life, invitation information, and has our Resurrection Sunday, Easter invitation as well. Please think of three people that you can invite. Have you been meditating on this week's verse? One of my favorites, Mark 10, 45. For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister, and to give his life a ransom for many. Take some time to memorize that verse, write it down in a three-by-five card, put it in your purse, ladies, men, put it in a pocket, and pull that out and remind yourself of the truth. Meditate on that verse this week. What does it mean? Jesus didn't come so that people would serve him. Jesus came to serve people. And beyond that, to literally give his life on their behalf. The podcast is back on. Elmira and you, Elmira ampersand you, put that into your podcast search engine, 
and you should be able to find that. It's hosted on soundcloud.com. So if you go to soundcloud.com and put in Elmira, ampersand, that's that little squiggly sign that means and you. You should be able to find it. If you're looking for it and you just can't find it and you do listen to podcasts regularly, see me. I'd be glad to help you find that. As you're praying, two things I'd like you to pray for. Pray that a church would have a burden and a heart to pray. A burden and a heart to pray. I know from personal experience, we become burdened to pray. And then we go to God's Word and we say, okay, how? But all too often, we don't even have that burden to pray. So pray that our church would have a burden and a heart to pray. Second, pray for Christian disciples to be added to our church. People who are serious-minded, ready to give their lives to the Lord, totally committed, all in, on this spiritual endeavor that you and I are embarked on. Pray for that. Now let's go to John chapter 7, that passage that I read earlier. John chapter 7, verses 37 through 39. Let me give you a little context. There's a big feast. And the final day of the feast, the priests go all the way down to the pool of Siloam. They draw water and they bring it up to the temple. It's a reminder to the people of God's provision of water in the desert when they were wandering through the desert. But here Jesus interrupts this ceremony. Let me read it to you, John 7, 37. In that last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, so he shouted out into this crowd, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. I've been focusing on my podcast devotionals on this thought of the Holy Spirit at work in the Christian's life. I'm convinced that for most of us, we lack this power of the Holy Spirit. And we think, and maybe you've heard, or maybe you've been exposed to teaching, that what you need to do is get more of the Spirit. But I want to remind you that it's not a matter of us getting more of the Spirit. At that moment of salvation, we are literally baptized into the Spirit. Now, it's a metaphysical, it's a spiritual reality, but we're baptized into the Spirit. We're given the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6 says He dwells in us that our bodies become the temple of the Holy Spirit. It isn't a matter of us getting more of the Spirit. It's a matter of the Spirit getting more of us. So often we lack the power of the Holy Spirit we need to live the Christian life because, frankly, we're distracted, we're set on our own path, we've got our own agenda, and the Holy Spirit can't work. We've quenched Him, we've grieved Him, and He's there. Out of our bellies could flow rivers of living water, but we've dammed it up. We've stopped the flow by our own selfishness and our own pride. A.J. Gordon said this, Have we forgotten that there's a Holy Spirit that we insist upon walking upon crutches when we might fly? The Holy Spirit has plenty of power to accomplish God's will in our life. He never lacks. He never lacks for wisdom. He never lacks for knowledge. He never lacks for direction. He never lacks for power. He never lacks for 
impulse, what lacks is our yieldedness to Him. Notice in these verses three quick things. First of all, there's a thirst. If any man, um, if any man thirst, let him come unto me. There's a thirst. There's a desire there. And too often, frankly, we're satisfied with our own efforts. We're happy with our own abilities. We're not yet thirsty enough for the one who can truly satisfy, and so we continue to try to do it ourselves. And as long as we try, we we can try. God doesn't make us marionettes and put us on strings and make us do, so we keep trying and we keep trying and we keep failing and we keep failing. And If any man thirst, do you desire that power of the Holy Spirit to flow through you? Secondly, trust, believe. Let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, the Bible says. He that believeth on me. There's a measure of trust. There's a measure of belief here. And we measure our trust. We measure our belief. It'd be nice if we had a trustometer. You know, we stick it on our chest and it says, you're at 80% trust, or you're at 70% trust, or you're at 20% trust. We don't measure our trust that way. We measure our trust by obedience. We sang it this past Sunday evening, trust and obey. When we don't obey, there are several reasons, but one primary cause is we lack trust. We know what God's Word says. We know what He calls us to do, but we don't step out by faith because we're afraid that when we step out by faith, that stepping stone is going to move or we're going to slip off of it. God does not allow the feet of His obedient children to slip off the stones of His promises. But we have to trust Him. When we hesitate to obey, we're wondering if God is faithful. When we refuse to obey, we say, I don't trust God to work the details out on this matter. So there's a thirst, there's a desire, there's a trust we have to believe. And finally, there's a flow. The Holy Spirit pouring out upon us, flowing through us, is always more than enough. If we desire and go to Jesus... If we believe and step out by faith to obey His Word, we will find that His Word is sufficient. We will find that He will satisfy every need. We will find that His Holy Spirit will work through us in such a way that amazes even us. But it takes desire, and it takes faith, and it takes obedience. As I said before, we have as much of the Holy Spirit as we will ever have. The question is not, can I get more of the Holy Spirit? The question is, can the Holy Spirit get more of me? I hope that you're giving all that you have to the influence and the power of the Holy Spirit. This has been Almira and You for Thursday, March 17th, 2022. You can join us this Sunday at 9.45 for Sunday School, 11 o'clock for morning worship, and 5 o'clock for evening worship. We also meet on Wednesdays at 7 for a time of Bible study and prayer. You can find us at 6111 California Pacific Road near Vacaville, California.